Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. This episode is 
episode of Don't Blame Me is sponsored by Me Undies. So thank you so much, Me Undies, for supporting our show. And not only have they supported it by helping sponsor this, they've decided to give something back to you, which is my favorite thing. So if you go to MeUndies.com slash blame, you're going to get 20% off. There's no offer code with this one. We just have our own fancy URL. One more time for 20% off your order at MeUndies. Go to MeUndies.com slash blame. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Blame Me. This is Megan Rinks, and this is my podcast. You've made it to episode five, she says, with so much confidence in what number this is. Who is that chuckling on the other microphone? It's ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-bum. Why, it's me, Jack Ferry, your producer. Hello, Megan. Oh, hello. I feel like we're getting into this routine now. Everyone's like, okay, Megan, we know Jack's here. Or you just stumbled upon episode five. Well, yeah, if, if this is your first uh, time listening to this podcast, maybe give people an, an idea of, of what the show is. Is. First, I would say, do you know how to count? One comes before five, but it's okay. Still happier here. Uh, this is my podcast. It is an advice podcast uh, featuring all of you. And how does that happen, you might ask? Well, it happens because we dial it back to 2007 and you leave voicemails telling me things in your life that you need some advice on and things that you would like my personal help with. And if you haven't left a voicemail yet, you should definitely do that. Call the number. It's 310-694-0976. One more time. It's 310-694-0976. So we've collected a bunch of calls from you guys and... I'm here to bestow my knowledge of life and things in the 23 years I have done. What's this uh, British accent you're doing Is all of a British? sudden? It's it was more, kind of British. It's it's like a Harry Potter British accent where uh. it, it's if like they cast an American who's like, I am just so happy to do divination. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going insane. But what else is new? That's what's new. Well, I do want to know what's new. Yeah. What's going on in your life right now? I know you've been mm. going to a lot of Soul Cycle and Pilates. I work out at least seven days a week. Some days I do two days a week. I that's, mean, nope, two times a day. That's um, that's a lot of working I out. No, have you? Did I show you my my left arm is more impressive than my right arm? And I recently discovered that your muscles are different sizes on different sides of your body. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know that. I was like, my left side is so strong. And all my friends were like, no, your left muscles are just shaped differently. Also, I let found, me let me see. Okay, I will describe it for the audience. Okay, what I'm seeing is this massive well, bulging for, bicep. First of all, I need a compliment before we get into the description. Great job, Megan. Great job, Megan. You do look very buff. Is that from the arm workouts you do in SoulCycle or is that from the Pilates stuff? Way more for, from Pilates. Okay. Well, I, my body doesn't match continuity from last year, so that's all I care about. All they care about is continuity. They're yeah. mad at they're it's cr everyone's mad but at me. But doesn't time pass in the world of freakish? Isn't it feasible that your character who is trapped in this uh, toxic wasteland would um, be, you know, it's feasible that she would lose a little bit of weight. It's been nine days. Yeah, you can lose a lot of weight in nine days. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think it's mostly Stress, just the muscles. not eating. Yeah, you know. I know. All we eat are a lot of canned peaches. Yeah, exactly. Beans. That's going to happen. It is. So it works. The pregnant girl at all the chili last season. They just have to shoot in order. That way, by the end of the, of the season, it looks continuity-wise. We do shoot a little bit in order. Okay. Yeah. It's mostly just the boob continuity. If you literally look at my boobs. Well, that's what I was talking one. about. That's yeah. all anyone cares about is the no, boob it's, continuity. It's literally true. The first episode, I'm in a sports bar with no cutlets. 
if you look at back at it, it's like Zoe Parker got a boob job in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> it literally looks like that. Well, I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. And if yeah. there is a, you know, a, a toxic spill, you got to like, well, shit, if that's not a time to get a boob job, I don't know when is. Right? The silicone protects you if the freaks bite your boob. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. I love it. All right. So should we get into some calls? Yes. Let's get into some calls. Hopefully some of these are about boobs. All they right. Won't be. All right. Let's hit it. So I'm 20 years old dating a guy almost three or it's past three years. But I've noticed lately his little sister's friend. Um, I think she's like 15, 16. And She's kind of like, she's really close with his sister, so that she's kind of like his little sister also, but she's not in the same sense because she keeps, like, jumping on him, laying in his lap when they're in the pool, you know, how the girlfriend usually, like, when they play, um, what's that game? Monkey in the Middle. Like, she's jumping all over him. She's in a bikini also. Um, and she, like, jumps all over him, acting basically like that's her boyfriend, but not in the same sense. And I don't want to be jealous, but I'm also, like, thinking, well, this is another girl, and why the fuck is she touching my boyfriend? And... I don't know if I'm insane for thinking that way because she is like a family friend, but she's also at the age where if she wants to have sex, she can have sex. It doesn't matter. She is figuring out her sexuality. She knows how to like win guys over. And I know for a fact that she used to have a crush on my boyfriend's best friend that lives with them. And she would like go out of her way to like, semi-seduce him even though he has a girlfriend so I don't know am I insane and if I'm not what should I do I've already kind of talked to him about it but he doesn't really understand what I'm talking about so should I talk to her should I talk to his sister to talk to her friend I don't know Okay, this is less about like a 15-year-old, 16-year-old hitting on your boyfriend and more about your boyfriend letting an underage girl hit on him. Um, yeah, this is way less of an issue with her than it is with him because like that's just a childhood crush. Like that's just something like there's always like your friend's older brother. He's cute and whatever. But there is – there you remember what it's like to be 15, 16. There's an innocence when it comes to that and like there's a mindset and a maturity that you don't have at that age. No offense to anyone listening to this, but like I can, I definitely thought I was way more mature at 15, 16. Now at 23, looking back on it, I'm like, no, I'm such a different person. So if your boyfriend's your age at 20 years old and like you can see if it's a flirtatious thing. And I think if he's shutting it, there's a way for him to shut it down in a way that makes you comfortable. But there's also, if he's not really seeing it and you're seeing this i mean it's more like girl on like girl power kind of thing you that's gross <laughs> it's just honestly gross for your boyfriend to be okay with it and not sense it or see it if it was an innocent kind of crush thing and she was a little bit 
not to be ageist or whatever, but if she was a little bit younger and if it wasn't so much physical contact and if she was like 10 and they're wrestling or whatever, it's a little bit different. But if you're sensing a flirty kind of like sexual vibe that she's giving off that he's not automatically shutting down, he should feel really uncomfortable by that also. Like, <laughs> I mean, guys are very quick to steer away from underage girls who aren't the guy. If a guy's not, if he's like, no, 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 no I'm not underage girl hell no hell no they're gonna completely steer away from it and really go above and beyond to just not partake in that because it's a real there's no really gray area like it's just kind of like a just a thick black line that you can't cross and it's the same reason why like that i mean well i showed jack an instagram picture of a girl and then i told her she was under 18 you're like never mind I'm like no not cute or whatever like that's how it goes like you can't yeah you don't want to you don't want to at all like no. you said cross that line so what what should she do again this isn't an issue with her like this is nothing like i don't you need to talk to your boyfriend and i think you need to have like a serious conversation with him and go about it not in like a i'm feeling jealous and insecure because she's all over you kind of thing bring it up in a sense of being like i feel really gross and creepy that there's an underage girl all over you and you're okay with it and i understand that she's like family, but she's not. And that makes me feel uncomfortable and it makes me concerned about uh, uh, us and whatever's happening with you because that's like, it's just dangerous territory. Like it's super dangerous territory and it's not even about feeling jealous of her or feeling if it was anybody else, but the fact that she's underage should make him like run the opposite direction. And the fact that it's not is a little off-putting. I won't lie to you. That's super gross. Hi, Megan. Um, I am 24, almost 25 years old. Um, I have gone through college. I have a degree. Um, I have a really good job that I like. So everything is going pretty well for me. Um, except for the fact that... Um, I haven't come out to my parents. I am bisexual, and my brothers all know. I have three brothers, and they all know. Uh, my sister-in-law knows. Um, a lot of my friends know. And I get the feeling that maybe my mom knows, but I'm really afraid to talk to my parents about it just because they are highly, highly conservative and have... Um, on more than one occasion said that um, people who are homosexual or bisexual or whatever it may be um, just need help or need to repress those feelings. And so there's just a fear that I have um, that if I come out to them that they um, will treat me differently. Um, I know they love me, so they won't reject me, but I still feel like there might be some level of rejection. So I just need help in navigating that situation. Oh, you can't really guarantee what their reaction is going to be. And it, the same advice I've had with any friend who's coming out or even on this podcast talking about that kind of stuff. You're the only person who can assess the situation, whether or not it's safe to come out. Um, or if you feel like it's something that's really necessary for you at this time, because there is really no time pressure. Um, I have friends who didn't come out until I, I honestly have friends from high school who like never even officially came out. And it was just kind of like a slow thing that everyone figured out. 
I think if you really feel like you need to talk to them about it, you're you sound really aware of like the risks of what they're going to say and all of that. And there that it might happen. Like there's really no, not so much that I could tell you of in a way to avoid it because it's not really avoidable. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And it's a really like as sad as it is, it's a super common story of a lot of people whose families don't necessarily understand it or really believe it and are super supportive. I think what I would say is if you can find before you come out to them, whenever you choose to, there's no you don't have to do it as soon as possible. You can really take your time. It's not lying to them also. Like, I think it's it's more protecting yourself. It's your sexuality and your who you what do you identify as and who you're interested in is so much more about you and so much less about your parents. And I think as soon as you have a core group of people that you feel really supported, that if your parents in the chance that they aren't their response isn't what you want, you have people to fall back on. And you have like a really good set of friends and people who you can be candid with and open and honest with and that you know aren't judging you and are still there for you. And so it kind of gives you that cushion. And then also just knowing that sometimes their reaction might not be ideally what you want, but that also isn't like a permanent feeling about it. Hopefully, if they do have a negative reaction, it might take some time and they can grow and kind of become more accepting. Or maybe they already know and they are going to be more accepting than you think they might be. But I think if you're having hesitations and you're worried about it, take your time until you're ready. And also maybe talk about it with some of your close friends and really talk to maybe talk to some other people who've recently come out to their parents or in a similar situation and see what they have to say about it and find people who you can really identify with and relate to. I also think that um, you have an opportunity with your siblings who seem to know, um, and maybe they could bring it up in a sort of hypothetical way. Yeah, drop some hints. and just Or, or in a hypothetical way of just being like, you know, mom and dad, how would you react if you found out one of us was non-heteronormative mm-hmm. and see how they would react. And then how they react, you can then challenge them yeah. and they can challenge them in a hypothetical way that's a little more safe. And then at least you sort of broached the subject, you sort of cracked the ice mm-hmm. and then when you decide it's time i need to come out now um kind of know what you're getting into you already know what you're getting into and so do they yeah no it's true it's very true on to the next call my best friend started dating this guy probably eight or nine months ago and he seemed really cool at first and he was really nice to all of us and then suddenly he turned kind of well for lack of better words a dick One of my best friends is gay, and he's homophobic, and he's been just just slandering my other best friend, and I don't know what to do about it because I'm not the kind of person who sort of just sits back and lets somebody bully somebody else, especially because of sexual orientation. So I'm having a lot of trouble figuring out what to do, and my best friend, he's constantly texting me about it, and he feels really bad, and her boyfriend threatened my friend over a Facebook message and he said he's not the one to mess with and he also has a history of anger issues and I just don't know what to do about the whole thing and my friend won't break up with him it's her first relationship and she thinks that she's in love with him and she doesn't understand what exactly it is that he's doing and I just want to know if there's anything you think I could do to help the situation 
it really helped me out a lot. You sound like me. I'm such a fixer. And that was my New Year's resolution is to stop. It sounds stupid to stop helping people, but like stop trying to prevent people from like things happening in their lives because like you can see it from a third party perspective. Your friend is just they're not in their yeah, I get that. I know we've all seen friends like that, and maybe we've all been in those relationships where you're so blind to this. I think if you, I don't know if you have already, I mean, you've expressed it, but if there's, if you can express it one last time to your friend, um, how uncomfortable it makes you that he's homophobic and you're concerned for uh, your other friend's safety and potentially for her safety with him having a history and you understand that it's her first year relationship but you care about her and think she's such a great person and think you think that there's better people out there for her and that this isn't necessarily um something that you can really support and then let her know like be, tell her like I understand if you are going to stay together with this person but for the sake of me and for the sake of our other friends and all that stuff we can't support that and really be a part of it um I think if you just kind of give her one last, not plea, but just really say, get everything out there one last time on the table and not even really sugarcoating it and telling her that you'll always love her and support her as a friend, but right now you really can't support this decision and it's hard for you to sit by as a friend and watch it happen and that you're always there for her, but you just, you have to look out for your other friend and his safety and that needs to be the priority right now. I think I think you're you kind of just got to walk away from it because you can't fix it. But you also can't tolerate it. We're going to take a quick break and we will uh, just be right back for you guys. Don't go anywhere. Don't take the headphones off your ears. Our episode today is sponsored by Me Undies. So thank you so much, Me Undies, for supporting the show. It means a lot to me and my butt. And I'm sure it means a lot to all of you and your butts because they are awesome and giving you guys an offer. Yes, an offer. 20% off your order at Me Undies. If you go to MeUndies.com slash blame. And if you don't know what Me Undies is, get ready. I'm going to break it down for you. I said it like I was like going to rap, but I have not written a rap. Maybe next time I'll do a sponsorship completely written with rap lyrics that I wrote with a beat or something. But right now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you. Me undies are designed in LA and they're made from sustainable micro modal fabric, which sounds fancy. And guess what it is? It is three times softer than cotton. I am a big fan of soft, comfortable clothes. Not only do they have undies, duh, but loungewear, which is my favorite kind of wear and thing to wear is the loungewear. I mean, I lounge in all of my wear, but I would rather lounge in loungewear specifically. These are luxurious undies and they come in different patterns, colors, limited edition styles, all of those things. So you can match it to your personality. It's like, you know how uh, like some people get really into like socks being like quirky and fun. Your undies can be quirky and fun and you could share them with the world or just with yourself when you get ready in the morning. You're like, wow, I'm quirky and fun. And you're like, my butt is Zoe Deschanel. Hell yeah. Unless you're actually Zoe Deschanel, in which case you do have a Zoe Deschanel butt. And guess what, guys? They also offer a monthly subscription service. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't like snacks. This is like, like 
I was going to say snacks for your butt, which I don't really know how that makes any sense. It is underwear delivered to your door. And guess what? I mean, if you don't really want a subscription service, it's not just a subscription service, but that's a nice bonus because you're able to save money. And it's also Christmas every day, which is how I feel about subscription services. I am a big fan. It's like those magazine drives you had in school where you're like, wow, mm, like I still get excited when I get magazines. I love monthly subscriptions. And maybe you could gift it as a friend to somebody if you have like a girlfriend who like or a boyfriend who recently got into a new relationship and you know they like really need like cute new underwear and like you know just like no longer the limited two ones with like the holes um maybe maybe you gift that as like a passive aggressive very sweet gesture me undies is offering 20 percent off for you guys so if you go to meundies.com get 20 percent off get yourself a pair of me undies get your butt looking cute i'm sure it already looks cute but even cuter thanks to me undies and we are back, and it's time for the next call. Hi, Megan. I'm 20 years old, and I'm afraid to fall in love. I just got out of this relationship where I completely gave my all to somebody, put it 110%, and it basically crashed and burned. Um, after that, I went through, like, the spiraling depression about how I wasn't worth anybody's time or love and all that stuff, and I, like, went through the whole shebang, but... Um, coming out of that, I am just super afraid to give myself to somebody again and to fall in love again and make myself vulnerable again. So if you have any advice on that, that'd be great. I understand what you're saying, and I totally get where you're coming from. The thing with heartbreaks and getting dumped or getting broken up with and all that stuff, you're. G I can't even guarantee you and tell you, like, when you put yourself out there, it's you're going to benefit from it from it and it's going to be great like you're probably going to have your heart broken at least five or six more times before you end up with the person you're going to be with but you either go through all of that and find the person you're supposed to be with or you don't go through all of that and you don't find that person there's really no kind of way around it <laughs> I mean if there was uh, the movie industry would be very very boring and no romantic comedies would ever have been made love can super super suck it can really suck um, and everything ends until it doesn't and I think that's just kind of the moral of it. Like, I've, I'm definitely a huge believer in, like, taking breaks from dating when you're not ready. I don't necessarily think it's like, oh, I'm not ready to fall in love yet or anything like that. But you can, I mean, you can tell when you're kind of aware of where you're at emotionally. And if you can put the time and energy into a potential relationship and dating not necessarily jumping ahead to being like, am I ready to fall in love? Am I ready to get my heart broken? I think taking baby steps and thinking about like small goals, like, or do you have the time and energy to potentially put into getting to know new people? Um, and kind of knowing that at the end of it, there's always a chance you're going to get your heart broken. But everyone else has done that. Everyone's been there before. Like the entire world is full of people who've gotten their heart like smashed on. All the girls from The Bachelor, they move on. And you will, too. And if you write off, like, the rest of your life at 20 years old being like, I can't do it. Not that I'm saying you're being this dramatic. I'm making you sound like Scarlett O'Hara. But if you're like, I can't do it again. Like, I can't do it anymore. It's like, okay, then don't do it anymore. But, like, when you're 45 and you literally just sit at home all day watching Netflix, is that a better alternative? Like, what's better? Like, having potentially some really great, exciting people come into your life um, who teach you lessons and all of that stuff. And you can crash and burn, but you still have these like peaks and valleys. So you're actually having some fun or just writing off the rest of your life at 20 years old. That seems like that. No, that you have two options. 
and everyone gets over heartbreak. It sucks. It totally sucks. But I uh, promise you, you're going to get your heart broken worse after this one. But you're going to get better at getting your heart broken. And hey, you might break some hearts along the way too. But you can't give up. Don't give up hope. We got time for one more call. Let's say play the call. So I am a college student, and I had a roommate who ended up moving out very early. I actually rented her the room that she lived in for a while, and she was probably the worst roommate I've ever seen in my life. I was warned that she was kind of weird, but, like, living with, but, like, this is a whole new extreme of just, like, screaming fights and whatever. Eventually, it came to the point where I told her, like, one time she complained that another roommate shared her bathroom, which she signed up for. It was a shared bathroom. And she bitched at me and yelled and whatever until she finally was like, I'm just going to move out. She moved all her stuff out. I let her do it just peacefully because I was just like, I'm done dealing with her, whatever. About a month later, she comes in um, to the business building where we both go to school. Like, we both are, like, in a very similar major. I walk out of my test. She kind of smiles at me. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, all right. And then um, I walk to my car. To find my tire slashed. Wonder who could have done that. So I'm, t- I tweeted out something like, "Oh, I um, I'm glad. I hope karma gets you whoever uh, slashed my tire." And she tweets out, "Look, isn't it great when karma does its job, though?" So naturally, obviously, I know it's her. I want to get revenge, and I want to see like what you think I should do, like revenge-wise, like who, like what do you think I should do? To let, like I won't get cut, but still. Like, get back at her for being literally evil. Oh, my God. You're indulging the bitch side of my personality right now. And it's taking everything in me not to come up with this elaborate revenge scheme. I was, like, the ugly yet conniving bitch in high school. Oh, my God. It was, like, Blair Waldorf without, with, like, a shitty nose. Oh, my God. Fuck. I mean, okay. I'm going to give you two options. So, like, you know, everyone has, like, the devil and the angel on their shoulder. I'm going to do that. Because I can't just give you one. Because if I chose one, I would pick the devil one. First of all, let's start with the um, let's start with the angel. Let's start with the angel. So you could look at the situation and see that she's obviously a really troubled girl. She obviously has lots of problems, and she's taking them out on you. And you have obviously way more of your life together and way better of a life than she does. And that in itself, your own happiness is revenge enough. And then also in there, you could uh, potentially have the screenshots and show them to your school. I be real. I don't think your school's going to care that much about paying for your slash tires. That really sucks completely. Um, but I think there's a way to like just taking the high road and knowing that she's crazy, and then also like telling everyone that she did it too. Um, Secondly, ooh, let's play let's play like like not fully devil. Not fully devil. You could do screenshots of your tweet, of her tweet, and your slash tire and tweet that out. Cause that sounds like some stuff that would go viral. And then people would know. Jack's shaking his head. You definitely should not do that. <sighs> Why Can I, I offer you advice I, that you should say? I think she should get her car towed. Can we tell you what she should do? Yeah. She, she should take photos of the tires. Yeah. She takes screenshots of her tweet and the roommate's tweet, and she should file a police report. Oh, that and is tw- they, will police do shit about Twitter? No, they won't do anything. But she started a record, and then if something happens again, 
Mm. And the next time they go, okay, well, now we've got more evidence because you started a file. The first time it won't do anything. Like they probably won't even talk yeah. to the girl, but you should start a file and say, I have no evidence to prove this, but here's what I believe happened. Here's the evidence. I'm, they, they have to investigate. A crime was committed. I don't know if it'll lead to anywhere, but then if something ever happens again, and then you could tweet, just filed a police report to the person who slashed my tires. And at the very least, you put it out in the universe that uh, this, if she decides she wants to like battle you, you're, she'd be taking on you and law enforcement at the same time. That's what she should do. That's right. <laughs> what she shouldn't do is revenge because what's going to happen then is she's just going to have this like escalating well, war where then like, well, now she's slashing her tires and then she's going to do something even worse back. This is why police exist for things like this. I get, yeah. And it, like I said, nothing's going to happen from that initial police report, but the That's fact that true. she filed it means she started a record. And then if this person really is crazy and she starts doing more and more things, at least she's like, well, look, it was, we, you started the documentation process, which is where all of this starts. And believe me, if this girl is crazy enough to keep doing stuff to you, sooner or later, she's going to screw up and she's going to do something in front of a surveillance camera. And then you've got her. And then she'll True. get, she'll get. Is there surveillance cameras at school though? There might be. Yeah. That's the thing. You won't know until you file that police report. Because okay. you could complain to the school, mm -hmm. but better than complaining to the school is having the police come to the school and say, show me the surveillance tapes. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Having the police get involved. I also still like the idea of then tweeting, file the police report. The other thing. That scares her straight, hopefully. The other thing, too, is just I had a terrible, terrible roommate uh, one semester at school. And um you're best just rid of that person and sooner or later they will have moved on and you will have moved on and it's mm -hmm. best to just rid yourself of them. It sucks that this happened to you, but sometimes you just have to let crappy things go, block them on social media, and hopefully they just forget about you and decide to turn their crazy on someone else. Mm, I'm smart. Yeah, my college roommates who are crazy and mean are terrible. And do you interact with them at all anymore? No, and they seem to lead really boring lives. Great. So there you go. And how much how much do they occupy your mind at this point? Not so much, but I dropped out of college. Yeah, but that's the point. Like once <laughs> they true. left your life, it didn't it's take true. them long for them to be gone. So believe me, I've been there. I know what it's like to be feeling the the red hot r rage uh and and the the thirst to uh, enact revenge but trust me when I say it will lead nowhere I feel so bad for you she sounds like a psycho bitch but Jack's right Jack's right okay voice of reason if I was your friend in real life her house would get teepeed so fast <laughs> that was my revenge in college Okay, guys, we have reached the time of the podcast for Producer's Corner, which is where producer and director Jack Ferry picks a question of the week that he would like. It's his own selection. Yeah, I thought it would be really fun for me to pick my favorite question of the week and uh, not to end on a downer. Um, oh, God. But I've got like a really serious call that I think is important uh, that we play. So um, I want, really want to hear um, what you think about this one, Megan. Hey, how you doing? First time caller, long time listener. I just calling about a 
my name, okay, sorry, my name is Jerry, and I'm 15 years old, and I was just curious about, how do you know if you masturbate too much? <laughs> and also, side question, not in any parallel, but also, how do you know if you sprain your penis? Thank you, goodbye, and I, again, love the show. Do it, keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, girl. Ugh. Well, I mean, I don't have any personal experience with having a penis attached to my body. Um, so I couldn't give you any advice on what it's like to sprain your dick. Is that a thing? Oh, <laughs> Mel is nodding her head. Apparently that is a thing. I've never heard that either. I've never sprained a dick. I feel insulted. <laughs> God damn. Can, you, I need to can, can one sprain one's dick I from excessive so. masturbation? Well, Oh, I'm thinking you would sprain a dick from like, you know, those like rap videos. They talk about like the things they do to girls or whatever. And you just picture, I don't sure. know, what is it? Would like spin it on a dick? What is that? Yeah. Side to side? Here's the thing. Uh, neither one of us are doctors, so it's impossible for us to know for sure. Yeah. Um, you can break your penis. But you can, you can masturbate too much. You can. That, it, to answer the first question. <laughs> first of all, is, are you chafing your penis? <laughs> a. B. Uh, is it getting away of your? It's any sort of addiction. Getting away of your your normal day to day social activities. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That is a good Make point. Make sure you use enough um, what lubrication. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've never <laughs> masturbated a penis. Mm. Right. <laughs> Do you believe people can masturbate too much? And how um, much is too much? <laughs> yeah, I believe people can masturbate too much, but I think it's also like if you think you're masturbating too much, maybe you're masturbating too much. Like I think if it's crossing your mind, there's not really a specific threshold. If it's getting in the way of your day-to-day -day activities, then yeah. But I think it's also as soon as if you start to recognize that you feel like you're doing it too much, then that's too much for you. But then again, Jerry's also 15, so Yeah, you're not having sex. If probably. you're not if you're not if you're not masturbating like furiously at age 15 then you're not being 15 properly i think that's true there was a girl in my preschool who used to like masturbate on couches at school and then her mom had to come to school and to like watch her oh my yeah oh my yeah um but no yeah you know do your thing like in enjoy your you're not getting them pregnant so i like how we're treating this obvious joke call so seriously hey. <laughs> people have questions about masturbation penis Cool, guys. Thank you so much for listening to episode five of Don't Blame Me. I had so much fun uh, giving you guys advice. And if you listened to this episode and you were like, hey, Megan, these are some great questions and I've learned a lot, but I have things that I have in my life that I need your advice on, um, then you should leave a voicemail and call. The number is 310-694-0976. Again, 310-694-0976. We will be soliciting calls. And um, I'm very excited for it. I'm excited to hear what questions you guys have. Okay, guys, I would love to solicit some calls relating to sex. Whoa, scandalous. I feel like we've been getting a lot of questions about relationships and things like that, which are great. But I'd love to be able to get some ones that are a little, just a little different and things that you guys might not feel comfortable asking your friends or your family or talking about like candidly with other people. Think of it like, oh, good. I have a, I have a good way to relate this. We want questions that are the kind of sex questions that you would Google. You know what I mean? Like the things that you're like, I'm not talking to my friend about this. I'm not talking about anybody about this. I'm just going to Google this. Whether it's about sexually exploring things, masturbation, fetishes, all those kinds of things that you feel 
weird talking to your peers about. Um, I think that's a good thing just to talk about. Start some conversations. And then if you want to talk to your friends about it too, they can come listen to the next episode too. And then you'll be like, oh, we're all going to talk about sex. Whoa, crazy. So yeah, leave a voicemail with those kinds of questions. I would love that. Curious about, I'm curious about your sex lives. No, I'm kidding. I mean, kind of, but it sounds creepier than it meant to be. But yeah, we will see you guys in two weeks. Uh, Adios. 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 Hi, guys. I want to take this ad break to a self-promo opportunity. Tell you to please express your love for the show in the form of words and commentary, a.k.a. We would really love if you could leave a review for the Don't Blame Me podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Really helps us out with advertisers keeping the show afloat and keeping the show coming out for you guys. And for those of you who've asked for it every week, I mean, guys, we, we're just trying to get this done every two weeks. So the more reviews and the better it's doing, the more often we can do it and we can continue to do it. So I thought I would encourage this by reading my favorite review for the week, which is from Diana DiManco8. I have a hard time reading, by the way, so if I said that super wrong, I apologize. And her thing, her review says, I never listen to podcasts, but I could listen to this all day, every day. 365, 366, if you count leap year, of course. It's like hearing advice from an older sis I wish I had or a really close friend. Would rather listen to this podcast than my brain contemplating all my life choices and my future. Ugh, I love that review. Also, I completely relate. Life choices in future are not fun to listen to. Instead, listen to my podcast. And then when you do, leave a wonderful review like that because it makes me feel good going through my day. And uh, it also helps this podcast happen. And I, I really like doing this. So I'd really like to continue to do this. Yay. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Associate producer, Melissa DeMons. Edited by Melissa DeMons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I will see you guys in two weeks. And don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.